When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, it's Michael Costa from The Daily Show on Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show, Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Good to be an adult. You know what the worst age is? Being a tween. That's horrible. I saw this 12-year-old on the subway the other day freaking out over nothing. He's like, I am in love with Vanessa. And she won't even like sit beside me at lunch. I want to walk up to this poor like little boy and be like, honey, relax, you have nothing to worry about. You're 100% gay. Yes. Yes. I wish I knew I was gay when I was 12. Oh. Do you know how fucking amazing sleepovers would have been? <laughs> Truth or dare, uh, dare. <laughs> yes, same dare as last week. Show me your titties, everyone. Yes, yeah, bring your mom down here. Let's play this game. It is ladies night. Even if they pick Truth, I'd be like, Truth, how do y'all feel about show me your titties? That was Sabrina Jaliz. You can see that whole set on Comedy Central stand-up YouTube page where you can see all kinds of good stuff, like full hour specials from people like Joe List, who just had a special come out called I Hate Myself. Get on that. Um, I'm Tom Takar. This is Stand Up with Tom Takar for another week. I'm joined, as always, by the most magnificent... Magnificent! What? <laughs> I'm joined as always by the most magnificent producer in all of podcasting, Coach T. How are you, man? I'm doing very well, Tom. Doing very well. You can leave in me saying magnificent five different damn times since we'll I see can't pronounce do, it for some reason. We'll <laughs> uh, um, what a world outside right now. What's going on, Tom? There's a lot going on. You know on what's with funny? You, it's uh, I'm in a weird ass headspace because I took th- I went out to the woods uh, this past weekend and was off my phone basically for about three full days and I feel so weird. Uh, I don't. I felt not stressed about the world from it. I am not kidding. I forgot about coronavirus for mm-hmm. a minute, it and uh, it was weird. I went to an Airbnb in the woods. A uh, couple buddies of mine got tested, and we went out there and uh, just you know played 2K in the woods for a while and had a little bonfire. It was nice, but uh, can I tell you? I got a little gripe here with the, with this Airbnb that I went to. Let's hear it. Tell man. me how you feel about this. Let's, let's tell so, all the all the listeners about this. This is going to be perfect. And all right, first of all, day two of this trip, this guy. 
shows up to the Airbnb, the the host or whatever. And it's not like one of those places where we're sharing a place with him or whatever. He's just a guy who rented us a place in the middle of nowhere. Um, already kind of scary to be out there. And then this guy shows up like in the middle of the day unannounced and knocks on the door or whatever. And we're just like, what the hell's going on? So then he comes in and he just tells us all the rules of the house. Mm. And also, uh, no, no, the, uh, this is two different things. So, uh, yeah, he comes and tells us the rules of the house, which there was rules on the door. Okay. So we were like, yeah, yeah. Okay, man. Cool. We're good. And, uh, so then he leaves and one of the guys there was like, that was very strange that he did that. And I was like, yeah, maybe he just wanted to like, Come make sure we were comfortable or something. The grill wasn't working, so maybe he was like worried about some stuff. I don't know. Then the next morning, uh, we had you know we had a little bonfire the night before. A few beer cans got left out in the yard or whatever. It's, it's not a yard. It's like a you know we're out by the water or whatever. So there's nobody can see anything when they're coming by or anything. And we were gonna clean them up. It wasn't like a, a huge mess or anything. And he comes by, he's just outside, kind of hanging around. And he's like, hey, can you guys clean up all these like beer cans? I've got somebody coming to look at the place today to buy it. And we were all like, what the fuck, man? What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> We came out to the middle of nowhere to not have to see anybody for a minute. And you can't show a property while you're renting. I, I wanted to be like, do that tomorrow. We're leaving tomorrow. <laughs> And it ruined our whole vibe because you're like, what if we were all just having some weird orgy out there? <laughs> like, what if some weird shit was happening? And, that, you know, now that I say that out loud, it sounds like that's what we were doing. And it's not, Coach. Get that, <laughs> get your head out of the gutter, yeah, Coach. Why did you go there with that analogy? I don't know. I'm just saying, I'm trying to think of something that'd be like, oh, you do not want to see this old man. <laughs> like, yeah. Get out of here. And for, you're going to rent your property out. And for you know? somebody who was tangentially listening to this, all they got was Tom wanted to go out there, have an orgy, and he was pissed off he was interrupted by the guy who owns the building. <laughs> and, uh, what if I did want to do that, Coach? That's a free country. <laughs> hey, man, to each his own. To each his own. No, I just wanted to play 2K with my with uh, my friends, and, you know, and unbothered, unchecked in the woods, have a little campfire, which I did. It was nice. I got one person was bitching a little too much about me burning my marshmallows, and I have no time for that sort of energy. One of I your like friends was bitching? Yeah, let me burn my own damn marshmallow. Oh, wow. It doesn't affect your life. Oh wow. This is this sounds like you were trying to go chill and then there was just little people around not letting it happen. So many little people. <laughs> no. Uh no, it was it was a great time. I highly recommend if you can if you have the opportunity to just get the hell out of your uh, you know, city for a minute and just be in nature and forget all of this stuff for just a minute. I Highly recommended. I know that's not always possible for anybody, but find your own beach. You know, I'm a Corona commercial now. Find um, your own beach. I love it. Find your own it. beach. Um, it was it was nice to reconnect with the woods. <laughs> um, uh, what's going on in the world of comedy, man? In case someone gets mad at us, we're not talking about jokes talk, and shit. <laughs> let's talk about some stand up stuff. You are absolutely right. Right. <laughs> To uh, transition over here, we have uh, one. I picked some clips today based on uh, some stuff that uh, has happened in the world. One, uh, Alex Edelman is our first clip today. 
because he just had an album come out and um, he hit me up and he begged me. He said, Tom, please, please tell the people about my little album. (laughs) (laughs) I'm begging of you. I need this. Your podcast is so great. And uh, so many people, uh, email. by the way, people have been emailing like crazy and I really appreciate it. I'm going to address some of them after the, uh, after we play the clips, but uh, I re- I do appreciate it. It's suttpod at gmail.com for any needs you have or any comments, questions, whatever. Uh, and if you're looking for a joke detective answer or something like that, um, send it over. If, you, if there's a joke you're looking for that you can't get to the bottom of, send it over. I've got one after the break. But uh, Alex did hit me up, and uh, he was like, hey, I have a new album out, and I am happy to promote it, and I'm happy to play a clip of his because uh, the clip is killer, and it, uh, it's, it's, he makes a great point in it that I appreciate uh, in this bit that I'm about to play. But his album is out now is called Until Now, and so I decided to play a little clip from uh, his Comedy Central stand-up featuring set about millennials' money. And also, I just saw uh, this guy. Uh, he did my show, Good God, at the Sultan Room in Bushwick, which you can go to if you live in the Brooklyn area. or where, I mean, if it doesn't matter where you live, you can go there if you're in the area. But uh, it's, uh, it's called Good God. It's every Wednesday. It's social distance. It's on a rooftop. And it's masks, all that good stuff. And it's, it's been crazy. Uh, this last one, Michael Che popped in and uh, did a nice long set about what's going on in his life. It was uh, very fun stuff. So here are two clips for you uh, from both the people I just mentioned. Here's Alex Edelman and Michael Che. Hey there, Jordan Klepper from The Daily Show and Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts. Has anyone seen the documentary Free Solo? Yes, a whole bunch of you guys. If you haven't seen Free Solo, it's about a guy named Alex Honnold. Alex Honnold climbed the northern face of El Capitan using nothing but his fingernails and his borderline autism. (laughs) This guy was not intimidated by the northern face of El Capitan because this guy can't read expressions on any kind of face. (laughs) The hero of the documentary is not Alex Honnold. The hero of the documentary is Alex Honnold's 23-year-old girlfriend who is four years away from realizing she's making a terrible mistake. Why is every documentary about, like, a vanilla psychopath? Can we have one documentary about, like, just a normal dude? He works in IT, he lives in the suburbs, he goes to therapy, and at the end of the documentary, you find out he didn't need to. And instead, everything's about like a maniac in search of like the perfect piece of sushi. It's unbelievable. (laughs) There's a scene in this, in Free Solo, where they're interviewing this guy and his girlfriend, and they're like, Alex, is there anything you're more dedicated to than climbing El Capitan? And he's like, no. Here's how sick I am as someone who just turned 30. The first thing I did after I saw the documentary was Google. Alex Honnold, and I felt a palpable sense of relief when I realized he was three years older than me. 
as if in the next three years, I'm going to get my shit together and become the second man to free solo El Capitan. I thought, here's the thing. I think it's a really weird time to be a young person. And just like, yeah, I was writing on a, I know, I was writing on a TV show. And at the end of this TV show, I checked my bank balance on the ATM. And I had, not to brag, $5,421 in my bank account. And this is how little I know about being an adult. I saw the bank balance on the ATM screen, and I thought to myself, with no irony, I should buy a house. <laughs> Not a big house. One of those small $5,000 houses. How is any millennial ever gonna own a home? How is any young person ever gonna own a home? It's maybe hate old people. I see a few of you in here tonight. I hate you. Because every old person in a city like LA or New York or London is the same. They're like, my house is worth $2 million, but when I bought it in 1981, I paid 11 raspberries for it. <laughs> And every young person's like, I have nine roommates! <laughs> we each pay $11,000 a month. Although I missed the payment last month, he took a toe, I walk in a circle now. Every single one of us is a lawyer except for Ted. He's a dog with rabies and we love to get him out, but his name is on the lease. And every single old person's like, I'm a librarian with a home at the beach. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> And by the way, old people complain constantly like young people always complain. I have never heard a young person complain. I genuinely, I don't hear it happen. All I do, like my mom sometimes will be like, millennials, you guys live in your phones. I'm like, it's the only place we can afford to live. You're my landlord, you should know that. There are some, I was watching SpongeBob SquarePants with my cousin, younger cousin. He's two years younger than me. We enjoy the classics. And halfway through the show, I'm fuming because all I could think, I'm like, this sponge owns his own pineapple? And then he went upstairs. I'm like, this sponge owns a two-story pineapple? Oh, he must be a lawyer. He's not a lawyer. He works in a fast food restaurant. SpongeBob has family money, I am telling you. He changed his name to be more working class, but his real name is SpongeBob Rectangle Trousers. I swear to fucking God. Last month, the Dalai Lama gave an interview. And I'm not sure if any of you guys saw, you're nodding. I'm not sure if any of you guys saw this. It was amazing. It's a British woman and she's got notes on a clipboard and she's asking really softball questions to the Dalai Lama. She's like, Mr. Lama, um, what's your favorite kind of forgiveness, Mr. Lama? And like, and then she asks a question that's supposed to be like a real feel good question. She goes, Mr. Lama, do you ever think there's gonna be a female Dalai Lama? And he went, yes. And I can see me like, ah. And then he continues and he goes, but only if she's attractive. <laughs> but she checks her notes, cause like, and she's really checking, but eventually she's like, nope, didn't have the Dalai Lama being sexist in here anywhere. 
And she was like, would, would you like to elaborate? And he's like, yes, well, today, people only listen to attractive people. So the next Dalai Lama will have to be attractive. And whether or not the Dalai Lama is right, I'm not going to be the one to make that call. But whether or not the Dalai Lama is right, I have one thought that I have been thinking since I saw the interview. Does the Dalai Lama think he's hot? <laughs> Does the Dalai Lama wake up every morning and look in the mirror and be like, Asian Charlie Brown, still got it, baby. <laughs> Why does every one of the Dalai Lama's Instagram photos have the caption, felt cute, might delete later on it? <laughs> I am sick, by the way, of pretending that the stuff that I like is cool stuff. I don't like anything cool. I'm really excited for the day I can finally stop pretending to hate Coldplay. <laughs> I love Coldplay. I love calling occasionally someone trying to be sympathetic will be like, oh yeah, the early stuff is good. And I'm like, no, all of it. <laughs> and like, I was sitting in a car and Coldplay came on and the driver of the car went, ugh, Coldplay. And I had to be like, yeah, I hate music that makes it feel like he can do anything. <laughs> and you know, I like uncool stuff. I went to see Josh Groban a couple of weeks ago. And screw you for the judgment on your face. I went, I went to see Josh Groban. Not a girlfriend took me, not an aunt who likes it. I went to see Josh Groban. And I enjoyed it. He sang for two hours at twilight outside Portland in an outdoor venue. It was magical. He sings in four different languages. He did pure imagination for Willy Wonka. I cried and I got into the car. I got into an Uber feeling fulfilled and the Uber driver ruined my bliss with three words. He said, who is playing tonight? And I said, Josh Groban. And he just went, ah, guilty pleasure. <laughs> and I said, what? And I swear to God, he went, okay. <laughs> and I said, why should I feel guilty? Huh? And he went, okay. And I said, why should I feel guilty? <laughs> For seeing a once-in-a-generation talent sing timeless classics? <laughs> and he didn't respond. And then I said something that I'm genuinely sure is the most embarrassing thing I've ever said. I crossed my arms, and after this, we were quiet for the rest of the ride. I crossed my arms, and I just went, you can't help what gives you goosebumps. <laughs> I like that I'm I like that I'm at the age that I'm at, man. I'm 30 now, which is a great age for me. I I'm glad that you're excited about that. That's good. I like more 30-year-olds aren't. I asked a lady in her 30s how old she was. She was like, ugh, 22. I was like, really? Well, you look horrible. <laughs> What's the benefit of looking like an old ass 22-year-old? I don't know if she was trying to impress If she wanted to impress me, she just said 47. I would be like, not bad. <laughs> what is your secret? Now I just think she's some sick girl. <laughs> I like getting older. It's fun. I enjoy everything now. I enjoy sex now. I enjoyed sex when I was 20, but I only enjoyed it for like five or six pumps. <laughs> then after that, I was too busy trying to divide fractions and remember scenes from The Color Purple. <laughs> 
every, every young dude in here has a trick to not finish fast. It's not just me. Women don't have a trick. You finish whenever you want, and we don't make fun of you because we're nice people. No woman in here was about to f early during sex. Was like, oh shit, think of Danny Glover. Think of Danny Glover. That doesn't happen. There's books that teach women. There's, there's no books that teach younger men how to enjoy sex better. There's no Fifty Shades of Dudes. <laughs> so I'm gonna write a book. I'm gonna write a book teaching younger men how to enjoy sex better. It's gonna be two pages long. <laughs> and the first page is gonna say, if you feel like you got a <laughs> And the second page, <laughs> And the second page is gonna be a bibliography. <laughs> That's all you need to know. <laughs> That's all you need to know. <laughs> That's it. You're like, I'm dead serious. I wish I had that information when I was 20. I used to hold out, I don't know why. I never won nothing. I almost bit my tongue off twice. Now 30, if I early, so be it. Compliments to the chef. I don't even know why women would get mad. I'm a guy, I'm supposed to fast anyway. My is made of people. You ever try to stop 100,000 people leaving a small area at the same time? It's impossible, they got places to go. I don't got riot gear, this is my children. What do you want me to do? I'm just saying, men don't learn, like no man learns about sex from a book. Men don't learn about sex from books. We're visual creatures. We learn about sex from watching action films, or porno, as you might call it. <laughs> That's why we watch it. If your man watches porn, let him. He's not gross. He's doing research. He's <laughs> finding out things that you might be into because that's the only way we can find out. You never tell us, we just gotta guess and hope you don't call the cops. <laughs> if you would've told me before I seen it done in a movie that some girls like to be choked during sex, I'd be like, shenanigans, no way am I trying that bullshit. <laughs> You're not getting me locked up. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> That's why we watch it. People get uptight whenever I talk about porn. I don't know why. It's right there. How could you not watch porno? It's right there. It's like right on your computer. How could you not watch it? Like if, like if two people were having sex right here and I was telling jokes right here, how many of you would be looking at me? Nobody. It's right it's not a weird thing. Like, I get why people watch love stories. I get why you'd watch like a romantic comedy. Maybe that's your fantasy. You're like, someday that's gonna be me. I'm gonna fall in love, it's gonna be beautiful, and you wanna live through the characters. I get that. That's not my fantasy. You know what's my fantasy? I'm delivering pizza to a sorority. <laughs> and they can't pay for it. <laughs> get so like afraid to be considered racist. I feel like people are so afraid to come off as racist that they're not honest anymore. You know? Like nobody wants to be honest anymore. Nobody just wants to say because they think people are gonna judge them. I'll give you an example. One time after a show, 
these people want to take pictures with me, right? White people. And I was like, sure, we could take a picture. That'd be fun. <laughs> I was like, yeah, let's take the picture. So this white guy gets up, takes out his camera phone, and he snaps the picture of me. Now, when he snapped the picture, I noticed there was no flash. So immediately I understand I'm not in this picture. <laughs> that's not racist, that's physics. There's no way. Instead of just being honest and saying, hey man, we gotta take this picture again because I'm not used to taking pictures of black people at nighttime. <laughs> so my flash is never on. Instead of just being honest, I just see a bead of sweat trickle down his face. And then he tags me in a picture of floating teeth. And we are back. That was Alex Edelman and Michael Che. And again, if you like Alex Edelman, he has a new album out right now that you can listen to. It's called Until Now. And I, I love the I love the material there. I love the the point he's making about how hard it is to get anywhere when in an economy where when you're out of college, you're getting internships that are unpaid and then uh, you're told you're an asshole for not owning property. And uh, it's just very difficult. Um, anyway, also Michael Che talking about <laughs> talking about uh, talking stopping about what, yourself. Huh? So stop stopping yourself from busting and uh, <laughs> busting what, Tom? To in case it. someone's just tuning in. Oh, you, why would they just be tuning in, Coach? It's a podcast. That'd be so weird if they just go. You know what? I'm gonna scrub my way all the way down to minute 28. That's where I like to start my podcast. Who listens to this podcast and goes, you know what? I don't even want to hear any of the stand-up. I want to hear these guys talking, and God forbid it's about busting. I hope that's not what it is. Uh, I love that bit, because it is true. It's like, uh, there's so much uh, anxiety. As I like, Obviously, I know sex is weird for everybody, but I think it is not talked about how... Uh, when you're a young man, how miserable it can be because you're just like, I'm fucking this up. <laughs> yeah. I'm, there's no way this is going to be good. So it's like, yeah, I, I, I appreciate that bit a lot. And uh, I think what you were saying before the break about Che is so true, which is that uh, I think he's on his way to becoming one of the best of like legend status because he can make you laugh and, about something like this and also get really funny about something political hearing him talk about the state of our country is very interesting and very funny he always has really good takes and uh i just i just love seeing him work um how do you feel about uh i see you got oddly silent when i said that stuff about uh it be you being it, it being difficult sexually <laughs> as a young man uh well <laughs> I don't want to put you on the spot. Always well, not on the spot. What the hell is that all about? Because I'm torn because I 100% agree. But um, I'm a different um, individual now. And I really think, you know, I honestly think you should get married and make love to your wife. But back yeah. before, you know, I studied scripture and, and, and tried to get my head right. Uh, yeah, that was a lot of work, man. Because you're like. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you saying it like that. Yeah. I don't want uh, to. I don't want to <laughs> act like I'm holier than thou. But I definitely. Right, right. It is. How about this? It is a lot more difficult to make those mistakes um, with a stranger and then have that yes. person run around and run their mouth as it is to make those mistakes in a committed relationship. Get you a little bit yeah. more coverage. Because, That's 
There's, there's. I think that's why they invented marriage. To be honest, and I know this doesn't agree with uh, the, you know, uh, <laughs> with anything, but <laughs> I think that's why they agreed agreed with mar- uh, that marriage was invented because uh, some guy was like he came too fast and then it was like you know what you're stuck with me you can't be telling people about this. <laughs> Listen, like I don't, like I don't like. Like it, it, it's so, and it's really weird because when you talk to guys about it, guys are guys think it's all on them, and I think women are just as insecure as, as guys are. You know, they have things that they're worried about, but like when a guy goes into the situation, he 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 don't want to he'll be too short. I mean, yeah. physically or like the duration of it. <laughs> like you want to make sure you're doing it right because yeah. women have the ultimate power. They could just whisper to their friends like, "Yo." That nigga was whacking a sack. You're like, what? And it's a wrap for you. <laughs> God, I hope I hope that that has not been said. <laughs> if some, oh, if I heard some, you could just ruin a guy by going, <laughs> just point at him and go whacking a sack. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, there should be legislation against that. That should be like that should be covered under anti-bullying laws. <laughs> well, you should not be able to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Whacking a sack. Uh, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, man, girls that do that shit. I do know that uh, there's. I literally just got a message from somebody that said uh, they like how clean the show is. So oh. I feel bad that. Uh, oh, we'll clean it up. Uh, we'll keep going. Yeah, we'll clean yeah, it up. It's we'll keep good. going. It's all good. Yeah. Um. So Tom, anyway. your your best blowjob was what? <laughs> 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 rank them all best to worst uh <laughs> all right uh we have a hot segment we got to get to coach yeah and that is the send in a joke make tom and coach laugh uh this has been so fun to do Ooh. and uh we're getting so many fun jokes like if you want to send one in yeah it's I, I like reading them it's fun it's my it's my twitter basically is i just get to scroll through these jokes it's it's <laughs> i have personally sent to me twitter it's a beautiful system we got going here. <laughs> I I found a joke. First of all, if you want to send in a joke, you got to do, don't just email it to us. You got to do it through the form, which is on Comedy Central's website. Or if you go to my Instagram, you could. There's a link to it in my bio. It's uh, or just Google "Make Tom and Coach Laugh" and Comedy Central, and you'll be able to find it. There's a lot of ways to find this form, and people seem to be able to find it. Although I'm getting a lot of. I'm getting a lot of jokes from the same people, uh, which is fine because some of them are great and I, I really enjoy it. But just in case you're having trouble finding it, the easiest way is probably just to go to my Instagram or to go to cc.com and scroll all the way down if it's still on their front page. If not, click podcasts, all that good stuff. Uh, you'll you'll see us on there. And uh, the joke I want to read to you today, I'm very curious what you're going to think of this, Coach. All right. Uh, it, it genuinely gave me a big laugh just for shock value, but okay. it's, I don't want, I'm not even going to uh, give it any more buildup. Here's the joke. This is from Tom Lucky the Third. Tom writes, what's the difference between a shirt and a top? A shirt doesn't want to fuck me in the ass right now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I thought that's a good one. <laughs> oh, that had everything uh, a joke needed. It really, it really it is misleading. It, you know, <laughs> I really enjoyed that. Went one. to some interesting places. That's, it's a twist on the classic. There's another joke that's just like that. That's like a street joke, but uh, 
that where it's what's the difference between uh, jelly and jam? Have you heard this, Coach? Yeah, I have heard that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if you're gonna finish it. <laughs> yeah, they're good. Let's not do that one. <laughs> yeah, let's you know, not high do that schoolers one, but listening. It's... <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Just in case that one doesn't make it in, <laughs> I also have another one. Uh, okay. I don't think I read this one before, but if I did, uh, stop me. Uh, this is from Peter Moran, um, and he says, "My ex just texted me." And said she was having sex withdrawals. I was like, "Who's drawls?" <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I don't I think like I read one. that one before. No, I, I haven't heard that one. Sex withdrawals. Yeah. So uh, send those in. Like I said, uh, go to my Instagram. Click on the bio. It's uh, Tom Takar T H A K K A R, or uh, it's on Comedy Central's website to find that form. And uh, we have to get to another segment we got here because. People need their jokes solved. Yeah. People, there's there's mysteries in this world, and some of them are joke related, Coach. And as much shit as as as, as many haters are trying to stop me from solving these joke detective uh, queries, I'm not letting it happen. <laughs> Goodness in the world must prevail. Uh, and so we have uh, we got some uh, we got some joke detectives sent in. I'm gonna read one. Oh, we also have a follow-up. I, I mentioned this on the on the classic episode that we did recently where we solved four-in-one yeah. uh, joke detectives. The one that was this guy uh, who had a metric time joke, we found it. I, I finally found it. The guy sent it to me. It was on his website, this weird link. It was the most impossible thing to find. I still can't believe we did it. Wow. Uh, it was this guy... Uh, oh, damn it. It was... Uh, Somebody sent in that they thought that it was Dan Aykroyd. It was not. It was another Canadian man named like Stephen Jenkins or some shit like that. I sent it to the guy and he was like, "I've been looking for it for ten years. I can't believe it." So that was very exciting. I'm glad that uh, we were able to uh, to finally do it. Oh wait, here it is. This was from Mark Epping Jordan, yeah. and I sent him the clip. It's on this guy's website. Uh, where is it? Oh, Stephen J. Daniels. So if you want to hear this metric time bit, go to his personal website, and it's on there. Uh, let me see if I can find the new joke detector. That's crazy, man. One of, um, you know, one of the dudes at Comedy Central was asking about it, too. Is that true? Yeah, absolutely. He's like, hey, I'm, Look at that. Like, I'm interested in this joke. I yeah, we found it. I listened to it. It is a long bit, and it's funny because it's the only piece of comedy on that guy's whole thing. The rest of it's like conspiracy theory shit. <laughs> so he seems like a good guy. He tweeted back at me. He 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 got engaged with it, and like I'm sure he made a lot of people happy. So that was good. Uh, this one, uh, this joke detective I got is pretty vague, but I'm gonna read it anyway. Uh, this is from Ethan Liang. Ethan says, "Love the pod. Listen every week." Uh, I've always loved stand-up since I was a kid and would love to and would write jokes in my head and envision doing stand-up and never have. I started writing jokes down for the first time and I'm working on one about how good parents are the worst. But it sounds really familiar and I'm wondering if you've ever heard a joke like that. The setup would be something like, I've got good parents, any of you have good parents. That part sounds really familiar and I was wondering if I was just wasting my time on this one. Uh, so... This is kind of like when I had the shampoo thing. If you've heard something like that, send it in to, to help this guy out. Hold on. Did anybody ever say anything about your shampoo stuff? Uh, I've gotten a few emails just from people who said that um, that Jim Gaffigan had a bit about using conditioner instead of shampoo. Uh, but nobody said they heard anything very close to what uh, what we got here. So Do it. I think we're, I think we're safe. 
Having Do said it. that, I forgot about it, and uh, thank you for reminding me. <laughs> what you got left for us, man? I think uh, I got one more clip here for you, and I'm very excited to share this one because it is from someone who is also just on my Good God show, who I uh, am a big fan of. She's very, very funny. Or she killed it. Uh, she had a bunch of new stuff that was really making me laugh about uh, her and her boyfriend moving in during quarantine. It's it's very funny shit, but uh, she also has a new podcast out with her boyfriend, who is Andy Haynes, who we've also played oh, we on know this Andy very Haynes. show. Yeah, hey. we know Andy Haynes. That is a new power couple in comedy. Very funny. Uh, both of them. Big fan of both of them. Um, she has a new show called uh, Find Your Beach, and the description is, on the first day of quarantine during a global pandemic, comedy couple Andy Haynes and Rosebud Baker started podcasting from a bunker in L.A., hoping their relationship could outlast the coronavirus. Two days later, they were engaged. Now they're really stuck together. Uh, And that's true. They are engaged now and uh, in quarantine and uh, very exciting stuff. And I'm psyched to play you guys this clip. Here is Rosebud Baker. I am really glad, though. Like, I'm glad we're still talking about gender equality, you know, because I I know that women aren't equal to men yet because they still give us rape whistles. (laughs) So you have to be like, let the games begin! <laughs> Seems like a weird weapon. <laughs> I mean, if you see somebody drowning and you throw that person a whistle, you want that person to die. That is clearly something that a dude came up with. Because the whole reason rape whistles were invented is because yelling rape wasn't working. So some guy was like, I don't know, trick people into thinking there's a football game going on. Stop bumming us out. Which is ironic, because the last people you want showing up to help at a rape is a team full of college athletes. (laughs) I'm just saying, you're getting attacked in a parking lot. You don't want to hear, hike, hike. You're like, shit, this just got worse. Anyway, you guys, uh, well, here's, my real point is just like, The only thing more demeaning than getting raped is getting raped while you're blowing a whistle. (laughs) Now I'm just the world's saddest tea kettle. All right, that was Rosebud Baker. You can check out her new podcast, Find Your Beach. And uh, you can see that whole set on Comedy Central stand-up YouTube page, and I recommend it. Killer stuff. And if you like the show today, just like Netflix has its algorithm, this is the Tom algorithm. I have some recs for you. If you like Alex Edelman, check out uh, fellow uh, Brooklyn comedian Robert Dean. Very funny guy. Actually, he's in the story now. It doesn't matter. And if you like Michael Che, check out Jordan Temple and Sam J. I know I've played uh, Jordan on the show today. I can't remember if I played Sam, but I think you'll love them both. And email us at suttpod at gmail.com with joke detective stuff, uh, comments, questions, concerns, all that good stuff. And uh, subscribe, rate, review. We appreciate it. If you if you like the show, share it with a friend. And that'll do it for this week. Uh, on behalf of Coach T, I am Tom Takar. We will see you next week on Stand Up with Tom Takar. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. 
Hey there, it's Michael Costa from The Daily Show on Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show, Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts.